podcast listeners, this is Kathy with God in the Grief. This is episode number 41, titled, But God. And it comes from the scripture in Ephesians 2.4, But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. And I read that scripture in the midst of my grief, and I just was thinking, yes, where would I be if it were not for God? But for God, where would we be in our difficulty, in our hardest day? Where would we be right now? And so I got to thinking about all the things that God is for me. And it really encouraged me. And it really made me thankful that I had God in the midst of my grief. But for God, who strengthens the heart and prepares us for hard times. But God, who remains instant in a world turned upside down. But God, who sends light in the darkness and a calm in the storm. But God, who shows himself real and keeps his promises. But for God, who turns beauty into ashes. And God, who guides us onward and upward. But for God, who is the master of peace. But for God, who uses people to encourage. And where would we be but for God and his great love and his rich mercies? Where in the world would we be? Not in the best of places, right? And so when we think about removing God and not having him available to us in the midst of our grief, it's way more of a bleaker picture that I see. Uh, We would be weak in our faith. We would be in darkness and struggling to find light. We'd be longing for something better. We'd be in turmoil and wars and power struggles with no hope. Our storms would not cease. We would always be looking for a promise to be fulfilled instead of praising God for fulfilling every promise. We would be an ugly form of self. We would always be sliding backwards, and we would always believe a lie. We would be full of hatred and unforgiveness, and we would always be looking for peace but never able to attain it. We would not have the fellowship to encourage us. We would not have God's body, the head, or the church. We wouldn't have a husband so there'd be no bride, and we would still be dealing with the blood and gore of sacrifices. We would never truly know love. And I got to thinking... If you've ever had your heart broken because you loved someone so much, then you can thank God for that because that kind of love is very precious. Love is often birthed in pain, and God's love was proven through pain, and love always has pain along with it. I wanted to take the time today to read all of Ephesians chapter 2 because that's where the scripture came from that I read at the beginning, but it the whole thing is so good and it ends so well, and I just wanted to read the whole thing. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, and according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversations in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace are ye saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, 
that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh, made by hands, that at the time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. For through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth into an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. What a beautiful thing that God does for us, and only God can do for us, to take something old and make it new, and to give us these beautiful things through his mercy and grace, and to make us a fit habitation, as it said in the last scripture I read to you, a fit habitation for God. But for God, we would not be a fit habitation for him. But for God, our world would be dark. But for God, he brings the light. And he brings beauty and he creates a sure foundation and fortifies the weak spots and he heals the broken and he enlivens the dead parts. We have a soul with new life and grace opened up to us and he cleans it all out and he enlarges it and lightens it and enlivens it. But for God, we would just all be dead. Our senses could not comprehend the depth or height of the many riches of Christ Jesus. God is the gift and the author of the gift and the giver of the gift. It's a gift that brings about amazing changes. It springs from his great love and mercies to man. His love is a great love and his mercy is a rich mercy. It is inexpressibly great and inexhaustibly rich. It will never run out. Gifts from God, and they are only given to man from God. We know of some of these gifts. Faith, love, hope, the fruits of the Spirit, knowledge, wisdom. These things come from God. James 1 and 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. These gifts come from God, and without God, we wouldn't have any of them. 1 Timothy 6.17 says, Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but 
in the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. I would encourage you to just write down the things that God has given to you that you could have gotten in no other way but from God himself. Because there is a huge list, and I'm going to name a few of them just to get your mind rolling. But there are so many things that God just gives to us freely, and we cannot buy them. We cannot make them. We cannot create them or manufacture them. We cannot mine them out of the earth. We can't cook them up. We can't do any way, any of these things to come up with them on their own, our own. It is a gift from God. And so here's a little tiny list that I created to help you appreciate some of the things that God has given to us. And these things help us so much in our grief. One of them is the Holy Spirit. You know, God promised to give us the Holy Spirit to comfort us. And so what a wonderful thing that is. Grace. Wisdom. Repentance. And even a conscience to be able to come to a place of repentance. Forgiveness. Faith. Strength that is not our own. Peace. Eternal life. None of these things we could go buy in the store. We can't come up with them on our own. That's just the beginning of a huge long list of the things that God has, gifts that he wants to give to us freely. It is something that should give us a grateful heart. It should help us to rejoice and it should put a smile on our face, even in the midst of toil, hardship, troubles, and trials. Even in the midst of that, we have these gifts, and God's promised that He would be there to sustain us and help us. And we could take courage from that. But for God, where would we all be? So we can be thankful that God is in our grief.